Hello, this is Black Country Blokes chewing the fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. And as always, my partner crying for me, And today, well, there we go. What were the uh, six? So 19 days away from Christmas. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to breaking up from here. We shut down um, the evening classes next Wednesday. And then the last couple of day sessions. So we break up the 16th. And then obviously we've got Kevin to look forward to. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But there's a lot of people out there who haven't got loved ones and families. And we're going to talk about all that in a little bit. Well, as always, we're going to start with our gratitude list. My gratitude list is um, mum and dad have been on their holiday and having them back. My mum does so much for me, you know, bringing me up here and back here. And it's amazing. I was, I was grateful as well, like um, Josh, one of my coaches, my mother-in-law was helping us out. Because it is difficult when you have to get taxis and getting up here. It's, you're doing so much for sod all. And then when it's <laughs> costing you, it just takes the love out of you, doesn't it? You know, when you struggling to get up here in the cold anyway and it's costing you money it's uh it's, it's tough yeah I'm, I'm grateful for the people around me who do so much for me for their being asked what are you grateful for i am grateful that we have all had colds before christmas again before christmas day we've all been suffering with colds over the last week or two weeks but um we've all got through it now and are on the other side so hopefully we have a christmas day without any illness which would be really nice Having good health at Christmas is next last few years. We've all had COVID or somebody's gone through and it's not just all off our feet. And it's hard to think, you know, like only 12 months ago, I thought we're going into another lockdown. We had like the five days of purge where everyone's let to do what they wanted. And, and I was convinced the night. Was that last year? Yeah, last year. Do you think we had 2020, the year? Uh, 2021, last year, we were thinking, are we going to be in lockdown? Aren't we going to be in lockdown? And if you think that last year we're only in a lockdown in the March, but the whole year it was over oh, going back into one, the numbers are cropping. Now, this year it's like it's never happened, isn't it? Mm. And whether you're, if you thought it was loads of rubbish or whatever, it was very real to us at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. And especially running a boxing club and business and isolating with your family on the vulnerable list. And and it's mad, those two years, those two Christmases, it's. Um, all I want for Christmas is to see me mum. All I want for Christmas is to see me nan. All I want is to have us all in the same house. And then back this year, it's all I want for Christmas is a £2,000 phone. And it's amazing how the human memory doesn't hang on to it for very long, isn't it? That's yeah. like when you're sick or... It's like, all I want is my loved ones. And now it's want, 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 want. And with all the bills going up from your shopping bills to your heating bills to your water bills. And... People still want, 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 don't they? Yeah, yeah. But it does, um, I think the last two Christmases where it has been over a half lockdown or whatever you want, is it two Christmases? I guess so confused with COVID now. Is it two or three? We lost a, isn't it two, wasn't it? We lost a COVID. Um, but we were allowed for the five days, as you say, where you could mix, couldn't you? But mm. a lot of people didn't, did they? Because obviously the risk was still around. 
but that I think um, everyone felt a bit of that loneliness then as well, didn't they? Because you couldn't be near your family and you couldn't be, you know, as you usually would at Christmas. But it's going to be worse this year because people are now going to be able to get out and about. And uh, for people who haven't got anyone around Christmas time, it must be horrible and to um, to be in that situation, watching everyone else kind of happy and joyful, um, but you're you're you feel lonely. I think it's give people a taste of loneliness. Some people, probably mm. social people like me, I'll see roughly 100 people a day or whatever for up here. But then when you look at this, and I had my wife and my daughter, I'm a neighbour of the fence, you know what I mean? But it was, mm. I felt very isolated and I had my family with me. And I think it's give everyone a big taste of it. And those people, and some people, you know, haven't got over COVID. They still don't go to the shops. They still, and I think, Especially the older you get, your muscles shrink and you less you do, less you want to do. And some people just haven't got over the boom of it, have they? No, no, definitely. I think people still have anxiety about going out, especially the older people. Like with my job, I get around quite a few older people's house or the, the visitors in the shop. And I can't, like, we've been open that our shop, mobility shop's been open since July. And I couldn't tell you the amount of elderly people we've had come in who've literally turned around and said, this is the first time I've been out since it all started. You know, this is all, you know, I've only started coming out in the last week. And you just think COVID seems like such a distant memory, doesn't it now? Really? It's only but it's only last year and people are still, uh, still have got the anxiety about going out around it. Well, them days of purge, you know, when it's, mm -mm. oh, you can do what you want. I was going, well, I remember my daughter was going back to school and I said, well, we haven't seen grandma. We haven't seen my mum and dad, nanny and granddad. Hmm. If you can, but everyone's good. Anything, well, we've sacrificed because my family was on the vulnerable list, uh, on the shelter list and all that. Anything can. And it was hard decisions. It was easy for people to look back with hindsight to go, well, I told you it was a load of rubbish. When you've got vulnerable people in your circle, you're worried about making a mistake, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, who am I talking to? Like, with someone like yourself, and we were saying, like, you pulled your kid out early and it's, Mm. It's very easy for people to say, well, because, well, open up your club, open up your club, fight the power. If I had £10,000 fine, we just wouldn't have reopened. No. And that's the line's done and gone. You know what I mean? It's, it's all right for a pure gym and these people to go, yeah, we've got loads of money. We haven't. Mm. We're a family-run, volunteer-based boxing club. Yeah. And it's and then when you mess with people's lives, but that's one one dimension of it but then you've got people like at christmas when you've just lost your mom or you've just lost your dad or you've just lost you you've just got divorced or your dog's just passed away around the holidays we do tend to miss people more don't we well and some some people's experience growing up of rain christmas is not great is it no? You know, it's just that they might have had abusive parents or something like that. No, it's just not. It's not like a happy time um, for some. And, and and again, you're watching everyone else kind of be joyful and happy, and and you want to feel that yourself, don't you? You want to be within that club as such. So it is. It can be a really hard time for for people. But there is people out there helping. They're doing. Um, oh, I have to remember the name. I'll put the name in the link. But they're doing. Um, I know on Twitter they're doing like. Um, a live get together so you don't have actually have to leave your sofa at such but you can be around people and be chatting with people 
Like um, a webcam. Yeah, like a webcam. I can't I can't think of the names, Gev. As usual, my memory is not great. Um, but I'll put links to in there. And I know there's 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 a lot of the food banks and that um doing Christmas dinners and, and that so yeah. again the black country stepping up and, and helping these people who are homeless, lonely and, and that kind of thing. And we're still collecting for we love carers. Got a fair few banks now uh, we're raising toys, books, comics, games. Uh, bits and bobs for We Love Carers, and we had Rachel on the other week, didn't we? Yeah. Great episodes to listen back to it, but they are raising, as I just said, for disabled children and the siblings of the children. Some things will be auctioned off and they'll raise money for trips and equipment. Some stuff will go as presents. Some things will go as a, a toy library where they can keep sharing and playing. Once again, so proud of why we did this to get these wonderful organizations on because you don't hear about them do you no 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 it was a fascinating conversation wasn't it kevin um doing great things great things so their plan is to drive a bus van i don't know what i don't know what vehicle to be honest but drive it around to people with disabilities and their families and have a toy library so you can go in there and, and pick the toys you want for for that amount of time and then you return them at the end and pick some new ones and that's fantastic. Especially everyone's going to be feeling the pinch, aren't they? Um, this Christmas more than more than kind of ever. It's been, you know, it's just we've we've gone on about the cost of living, haven't we, quite a bit? But um, it is scary times in terms of that, isn't it? And and it's um, but again, hopefully, Kev, because a lot of people are in that boat, it's going to go back to like um, like in the lockdown where people just appreciated being around other people. Hopefully, it turns into more of that saying, well, actually, we can't afford to as much as we used to mm. but at least we've got family and friends around well, i think our children have done brilliantly of course if you all go around nan's house there's only one heating bill for that day yeah <laughs> back in the day i was talking about this the other day so if it was cold you didn't go out like, if you had no money you stayed in yeah but if you think you were like i can't even stay in my house so maybe you know invite yeah. to one around and Get around for a couple of cans or a cup of coffee. I'm waiting for my invite, to be honest, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. I, I'll see enough of you. <laughs> I love with these presents. It's amazing, me because some people, like myself, are bringing some of my daughter's old toys in. Some people have purposely gone out and bought brand new toys. Mm. And I thought, you know, we give what we can when we can. Yeah. And I'm always amazed how much people do give. Yeah. And I've been giving time this time. So if you do know someone's on their own, off to make them a sandwich. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your next door neighbour, an old pal, or pop around for a brew, pop around for a sandwich. Um, just reach out to folks. Yeah. And what bit of advice would you give people if they are? What, what would you say a bit of advice? I think you just give it, to be honest. Just reach out to folks. And that goes for both sides, doesn't it? If you're feeling lonely, reach out for someone. But it also, if you can see someone's struggling or you know someone lives on their own, reach out to them. It works both ways. Do stuff that makes you happy. If you sit in the house and you're feeling down, go for a walk. Yeah. Go out. You haven't got to stay in. Because, once again, touch wood, we're not in a lockdown. And it's just cold in your house now. It's easy outside, so you might as well go out. <laughs> Have a, stretch your legs. Yeah. Get out. If you want to go see a friend. If you want to stay in and watch a movie, buy a movie, watch a movie, rent a movie, uh, lend a movie. You you know your medicine, and we've said from the start, find your medicine. If you enjoy listening to music, it hasn't got to be Michael Bublé. If you want to listen to Slipknot, mm. if you want to listen to Prodigy, find something and find something that makes you happy, whether it's listening, seeing, doing, 
if there's a photo of your dog and your dog's just passed away and it's upsetting you, take it down for a bit. Yeah. And I've been had sometimes, like, we, you know, you'll have someone, um, my dad, or, oh, well, every time I walk past you, I'll, I'll start crying. Take them down for a bit. Find something. You know, it's your journey. Yeah. You know, whether you never put that photo back up, whether you just have to take it down for a little bit, maybe eventually you'll start missing looking at the photo. But you know you better than anyone else. And be aware of something, that, if it is making you happy or if it's making you sad, be aware of it. And then once we start being aware of something, then we can change it for the better or for the worse. Yeah, I think... Uh... That's one of the greatest struggles, isn't it? Really, within within yourself, is realizing what what feelings going on and why that's going on. Mm. If you know what I mean. So it's all it's great saying be aware of it, but you you've got to be able to be aware of it, haven't you? Because sometimes you're you're not aware of what's what, what's in front of you. No, once again, I'm lucky because I've spent so long on my journey for in my early twenties doing therapy, and it's hmm. Am I starting to feel like that again? Or, mm. hmm, why am I starting to feel like this? And I think it's. Yeah. I think the older you get, the more you stop and think about it. Whereas when you're a younger age and inexperienced with mental health, you don't stop and think about it. You just think you're just in that depression, aren't you? Or in that sad state or in that anxiety. You don't stop and think what caused it. You're just in it. Well, Vicky, who came on the other week, a uh, dietitian, well, we had her on the radio. So hopefully we can get that episode put on the, on the podcast. That's so fascinating. Like, why do I fancy some chocolate? Why do I fancy some beer? And sometimes it's like, well, I'm craving sugar. Yeah. I'm craving carbs. I'm craving, and it's, it's amazing isn't it? how we associate with things. And we think, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm gagging for a beer, but it could be I'm gagging for a bit of sugar. Mm. And I was talking to her. Or some friend, water, I'm thirsty. and An ex-alcoholic, he goes, once, um, once you go up the booth, he found he was eating sugar. Because if you think like you're having eight cans or a couple of bottles of uh, wine, your body's used to having a lot of sugar at the end of the day. So he goes, when I first come off everything, I was eating a lot of sugar. Mm. Because you, your brain is responding to the fix of the sugar. Well, you know, sugar's a big thing, isn't it? I think sugar yes. is probably can be as addictive to some people as smoking. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've done it quite often when, I, when I've been boxing and gone on a diet, so you cut out all sugar. And you do get, you do get, Days of feeling groggy until mm -hmm. that's out of your system, as if you're weaning off it. Isn't it funny though? Yeah. With learning, and we think about, ah, well, so I, I, I don't have that much. I just have a couple of coffees, and with each coffee, I have two sugars. Or mm. I, I have one of them posh coffees, a Costa or a Starbucks. And you think, well, they're loaded with it. And it's amazing, you know, how much sugar creeps into other stuff. Yeah. We're bloody hell, we're, we're Christmas now, so. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely creeping in there. We're going to be having, you know, children having advent calendars because my daughter can only. You know, at school, like she doesn't have a treat before school or on the weekend, she can have a treat after nine o'clock. You know, we set these rules, but around this time, you're waking up, having a <laughs> getting the, yeah, that's it, getting the celebrations out. <laughs> but that's part and parcel of it, it is it? definitely. And yeah. I think now's not the time to feel guilty about that. Let's hopefully touch wood, we're going to have a fairly normal Christmas for you know, what I mean, for, for us too, yeah, in particular, some people are going to suffer. Touch wood, we can have a lovely Christmas where we can. If you want to pop around, you can pop around. If your mom wants to come around for dinner, you can. If someone gets poorly, we can sit by the bed. You know what I mean? Mm. It's going to be a Christmas of however. Yeah. And if having a couple of bevies and having a couple of chockies and having a couple of takeaways and having enjoy it. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. if we if we can enjoy it, enjoy it. Definitely. If you're aware of someone who's not enjoying it, try bring a bit Force of them to. Yeah, you know, <laughs> try, try and bring a bit of light to their cave. Yeah. And the best light is love. And I said, cheesy, but you know, just buy a lemon. Where, where are you, you rub that off, Kev? <laughs> Is that a Kevin Dillon one? <laughs> the best thing is just allowing someone to realise that you're thinking about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, fingers crossed. But it's been getting bloody cold. Well, you know what? Funny enough, um, the Ansel's messaging saying, even gents, loving the winter beards, you, you're both sporting. <laughs> <laughs> She's pure laziness, this is that. <laughs> <laughs> Pure laziness. And Sophie Wardell's messaging from Higgs. Um, so. Yeah, hey, so we'll be with you. Hopefully, you're there next week when we, we yeah, come next Wednesday. Lee was going to turn up tomorrow. I was. <laughs> I'd have been the only one at that Christmas party. <laughs> well, I wouldn't. I'd have brought Callum as well. So, <laughs> anyway. Higgs, we've got great, great things they've done. And, you know, yeah, so massive supporters, just, aren't they? And I'm back in people and communities mm -hmm. in the black country. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, massive thank you. They did the hype for us. They've done bits and bobs, and it's uh, yeah, it's helping, and that's what's helping us now. We've finally had a couple of epiphanies, haven't we? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's only took over a year. <laughs> we said that we said if people are going to give us money, donate us just, money. I think we, we didn't want to just do something soft. Yeah, you know, we wanted to, and then you're we're very conscious about how we spend the money that people have donated. Basically, we don't, you know, it's it's. It's very easy to waste money, isn't it? And uh, we did, we certainly didn't want to do that when it's donations, especially in the in the hard times that people are um, going through now. We wanted to use the mo money sensibly. And I don't know if we've announced it, but you're going to be doing a course, at least one to two courses. Uh, so I'm doing um, Sen Law Level One, Two, and Three. Um, hopefully, I'll be starting that over over the Christmas period. Um, which will enable me to uh, help children who who are um, need EHCPs, educational plans, things along that line. And another one, hopefully, I'm still waiting for details on it, to help people with disabilities with things like PIP and that sort of thing. So hopefully there's a couple of, couple of things we can help people out with. Um, yeah, because that's what we're about, and it really kept us giving back and helping, and we're both very uh, passionate about help, helping people who are more disadvantaged and disabled certainly fall under that category and the carers and not just for their disabilities for the the pain they have to go through in filling out paperwork and fighting for the rights of their child or themselves you know we you know once again each other is to rachel's when we're saying about the carers allowance and it's um it's it's it's, it's so tough isn't it yeah once yeah. again you know at christmas with everything going on, your presents, your chockies, your, your meat, your, your decorations, having the lights on, and the bills all keep stacking up. And then when you're a carer, you have to pack up your job and you're on your £69 a week, no matter how many disabled people in there. It's tough. I just can't believe that hasn't gone up. And there's no... Uh, there's no well, it is actually in, oh, is it? in April. It's going up to... 70? 74, I think, oh, off somewhere. Yeah, 74, I think it is. Or maybe just over. I can't think now. But yeah, so it is going up in April. Um, not quite in line with inflation, but better than the usual pound. <laughs> I do think at the minute, of it, social media is news. I won't pop on too much, but there's so much smoke and mirrors at the minute saying, look over here, look over there, look at the... And I'm thinking, 
how many carers are in the United Kingdom? Why aren't the carers all standing together and kicking off? Well, they don't, do they? Because you know what, Kev, they're too busy. Yeah. Number one, caring, and number two, fighting the system. Yeah. You know, um, it's as simple as that. It's absolutely as simple people. as that. Yeah. No There's no time in the day as it is without without starting that. And there is people who do it, to be honest, Kev. It's just not like there was um there was a speech that an MP brought up. I think it might have been it was either yesterday or today, and I can't remember the MP's name, but she brought up about Kate Winslet paying seventeen thousand pound for someone's for for a, a family's energy bill who needed it to keep their daughter on um, oxygen and, and all her equipment to keep her alive, basically. And she brought it up in the House of Commons, um, and there must have only been 10 people in there. And um, that's what they think of the disabled, really. No one turned up for it, basically. So, you know, if, uh, that shows the state of it to me. You know, if people aren't turning up for the people in society who need the most help, then what hope we got? And what what can the carers do? They can't strike, can they? Can't roll so you No. Demo tools just <laughs> no. deal with it. No, that's it exactly. How do you do that? But there there is there is people worrying now with children, especially with disability, because of the electric bill, that they're gonna have to put their, their children into care mm -hmm. because they can't afford to maintain the machines. Uh it's just, what a hopeless situation. What a hopeless situation. It's um it's scary I'd, you know luckily we're not in that position although we um although our bills are higher than say your bills um for instance it's not to that point of seventeen thousand pound not even close but imagine getting that bill bill on your doorstep just to keep your daughter alive mm. it's disgraceful people have got to answer for them haven't they? people Christmas, don't spring, that's the floor winter, whatever mm -mm. you've got to be there going no We've got to have an allowance for this. Yeah. There's got to be something. You're not you're not fiddling. It's not like when they've turned away, kind of jumps out of a wheelchair and skips off. <laughs> After in the road, yeah. You know what I mean? It. You think, well, let's use sense here. Yeah. I know common sense story with uh, common decency. But, you know, it's... You've got to have a look and thinking, this isn't... I don't know. Use common sense. I might try. I need to get a second monitor in here, Kev, so I can search stuff on the other monitor. Let's see if I can find that uh, speech. If Kev can just talk a bit, I'll have a look. See if we can find it and bring it up. And you can, you can. It's a, it's a, it's actually a really good speech. He does, but it falls on very few ears. And hopefully, though, it gets shared a lot on social media because hopefully, then people will see it. Um, we need people talking on behalf. Of it, don't we? I'd be interested to see if this MP's got any disability within her family. Uh, yeah, she may have, or she may, there may be someone in her, it might have been that, that lady who required the money off Kate Winslet was in her constituency. I don't know. I really don't know the background of it. It was something I just saw today that it was brought up. Um, but yeah, it's. it's yeah, but you can't do that for everyone, can oh, you? No. There's just not enough. As much as she'd probably like to do that for for everyone, there's just, you know, she <laughs> she hasn't got the money to be doing that, has she? You know. Well, we've got statistics here. Blimey, when we were on the radio the other day, there was a leak on that. Was it over a hundred and thousand children in the black country are in poverty? I remember can't that? remember. Yeah, I remember the leaflet, but... Well, you're reading it from Walsall to Dudley. Yeah. And, 
And were you really it might be more than that, Kevin. It was like 60,000. It was a lot of people, wasn't it? It was. We, we, neither of us could get over it, could we? No, no. And that, that uh, wasn't even disabled. That was just, in general, children are in poverty in the black country, not yeah. even in the Midlands. Yeah, not even it's, in it's the frightening, West wasn't Midlands. it? Yeah. The black country. It's absolutely frightening, the amount. No. I might be searching forever here. So, <laughs> if you find the link, you can put it on our Facebook. Yeah, I'll put it on there because it's, uh, yeah, it's, as I say, it's, um, it's a great speech, but it, it, there was not enough people in there to listen to it. So, I, I do hope it gets shared, um, throughout social media to, to hopefully highlight a bit of the, the plight. But again, in truth, there's a lot of people on social media now telling people what's kind of going on and, um, it's still, still no one's listening. So, but I do think the great British public, it's like me and you go for me and it tells you steak. Oh, it's terrible, Lee. They're burnt, the chips are cold. It's vile. I'll never come back here. It's the worst meal I've ever had. The way to come to our parents, it's oh, lovely, thank you. Yeah, we love mowing at one another, but we never pursue it to make changes. Yeah, we yeah. need to, we need to be there. Going, oh, these people are striking there, and people are going, but it's but we need action now. Yeah, we need to put them tools. We need to go. This isn't right. Not with violent protests. Not with riots. But we need someone to go. We can't afford anymore. We ain't doing it. Yeah, we need action. It'll be inconvenient. It'll be awkward. But we need action because we're getting the the wrong end of the stick here. We're suffering as a people. We need changes. And what we need to realise is the people are the government. You know we. Without us, the country can't run. So we need to be saying no more. Well, well, that's the idea of the strikes, isn't it? To um, to say that, to say no more. This isn't this isn't good enough. And uh, yeah, they, they just need supporting in what they're doing because they do. If it's for everyone, you know, it's not just uh, for the people strike. The people who strike in, they don't get paid. Now the companies like the railway. When these go on strike, they get subsidies to pay for them to be on strike. So the ones just receive thirty million pounds because the one rail company thirty million pounds because people are striking. So they don't they don't lose any money. They don't lose money from it. The only people who lose are the people who are actually striking, and they're trying to do it to better everyone's position, That's not just the people who are already rich. It's a tough time to strike. You know, it is inconvenient to us, but I need money at Christmas to pay for, you know, my bills. Yeah. It's tough for them, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. I really do. Uh, I feel for them. And uh, But we definitely, the Black Country Bloke, support, support the rail, support the Royal Mail, support the nurses and the ambulances. And, and it looks pretty, you know, we're to get back to COVID. We were all out there Thursday clapping and eating that things and God bless you. It wasn't just the NHS, it was essential workers. Yeah. Your people who worked in your supermarkets, your teachers, your your binmen. My mate was a binman and uh, one of my best friends in the world. This is Kev, it's weird, you know, they're not telling me to F off. They're bringing me <laughs> cakes. Some people <laughs> are even bringing me cans. You know, saying thank you, God bless you, keeping us safe. And now it's, well, they're on strike. Well, and you think, well, it was only last year to two years ago, that these were the saints, these were angels walking amongst us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, them rail, oh, oh how brave they are going there without any PPE, no masks. These nurses, cleaners, teachers, dustbin men, tarmacers, and now they're parasites because they want paying 
a fair wage. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, who, who in our country does, doesn't want nurses to, to use uh, food banks? Yeah. I mean, I just, I, it just, I can't get my head around it, to be honest, Kev, that um, a, a group of our society are that important to us and, and people are happy with them using food banks. Just... These same people who sacrificed seeing their families yeah. moved out of home. One of our one of my boxes, Sam Johnson, who's been on the radio, physio, he had to move out because his mom had asthma, had to move out, went to move in the Wellington down the road. And people make these big, tough decisions only last year, maybe the year before, and then they're struggling now. Mm. It's very short term memory. Well, I think the floor is as well. It's been a, a long, hard struggle because uh, it's been going on for probably at least the last seven years, hasn't it? It's not something that's been brought around mm. recently. It's got worse recently because of the cost of living. But, you know, the their wages haven't gone up in a long time. Um, and every year you just have less and less to spend. And ultimately, giving them a pay rise, okay, it takes more money out, but that money gets spent. It, you know, you're not talking people are going to be saving it. No, it's going to get spent because... They still need food and clothes and all that's gone up. So, you shopping? Okay, went to get some of the kitchen roll. It's only three pound fifteen, eight seven pound. That's a kitchen roll, and everything is going up. They haven't got to buy twenty, but sometimes I'm doubled. Yeah, and, and you're thinking that is on our shop. Sometimes you go in, you spend a fortune, you go, but I haven't got any meat. Mm. I've got odds and sods. Yeah, and it's come to a hundred pounds plus, and you're thinking, well. But we haven't got any meals. Yeah. You know, that's not luxuries. That's not your booze or your cigarettes or your, your bread and your milk and your, yeah. Cereal. Your, your washing powder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, right. So look, guys out there, Father Christmas can't bring everything this year. So let's think about having smaller things, more meaningful things. Because something, you know, your games will come and go, your clothes will let grow, they'll get ripped. Let's have meaningful gifts, let's have family time, let's have board games, let's have chats, let's have quality time. Let's use time as a currency and money will come and go, but this currency of time will stay with us memories. If we can spend memories with each other, we'll keep that forever. And that is something you want to keep in the bank, isn't it? Good healthy happy memories of one another and that's what we take when someone has gone you keep the memories in your bank and they will keep you through the good days and the bad days aren't they yep definitely definitely make memories i think i'll leave us today and that'll be our quote for today you know just to keep your memories save your memories and put them in the bank so guys it's our last one next week then the lines abc will be closed <laughs> I'm gonna get warm for a couple of weeks because it's blooming freezing up here. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you all soon. Uh, we've got James from Straight Talk coming on uh, Black Country Extra this week. He's gonna be talking about his journey with alcohol uh, addiction. So it'll be an interesting, interesting one. So guys, take care of yourselves and each other. To roll Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta bit.
Listen, listen, listen.